Today I'm going to be covering Haftarah, and uh, it's about Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah. And first, uh, the prophets. Uh, Here in the modern day, who are the prophets of today? Well, thinking about it, we've got financial prophets, we've got stock market prophets, they go and tell you where your finances are going to uh, go. Uh, the stock market prophets tell you they they think they know where the stock market is going to come to in the future, the Dow Jones, what the number is going to be, 21,000 or what have you. There's sports prophets. Sports prophets, they, uh, for different sports, they, baseball prophets, they can tell you who's going to be in the World Series. Um, football prophets, they, they can tell you the uh, two teams that are going to be in the Super Bowl and uh, what, what the final score is going to be. And uh, horse racing, there's prophets in that that can tell you who the winner of the big horse races are going to be. Uh, for instance, one of the horse racing prophets he did correctly say who was going to win the Kentucky Derby. He did correctly say who was going to win the Preakness. But he was wrong when he gave that same horse to win the Triple Crown. It lost in the Belmont. So uh, these modern-day prophets, they aren't 100%. And how about the religious prophets of today? And there's many of them around. For instance, in 1984, one of the religious prophets said, and he knew that Jesus, that Yeshua, was going to be returning, and this would be an end point of modern society modern technology, 1984. And did he return then? I didn't see him. I don't think the rest of the world did. Then in the year 2000, other religious prophets thought for sure the world was going to end, that Messiah was going to return the year 2000, the computers were going to stop, All of the electricity was going to turn off over the earth. And for sure, he would return, bring his light to all of us. And the year 2000, 12 midnight, it came and it went. The lights were still on. The computers the next day still worked. But our Lord didn't. He didn't return at at that point. 
And then a little bit more recently, another religious prophet said in 2012, it was the time because it was 2,000 years since Yeshua was on earth, since Jesus Christ was on earth, and that that little leeway of the 12 years for everything to be set up, for the cloud to be ready, for everyone to return to him, go up in the sky, and the uh, Armageddon was going to start, the, the big major last battle of the world was to take place, This religious prophet went and took his congregation and they headed for the hills. They evacuated. They took their supplies with them and they went up to the hills and they waited. And 2013 came around and no Armageddon, no Jesus Christ. Yep. It it didn't happen. So, All of the modern prophets are not 100%. And we've got a term for that. They're called false prophets. The true prophet is the prophet that hears and is given the signs and the messages from Adonai, from the Lord God, and he is 100% correct, and those things do happen. Well, going into Jeremiah, the prophet chosen by Adonai, and remember that as his beginnings, this was at chapter 1, and I'll read this. Here is the word of Adonai that comes to me. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I separated you for myself. I have appointed you to be a prophet to the nations. I said, O Adonai Elohim, I don't even know how to speak. I'm just a child. But Adonai said to me, Don't say I am just a child. For... You will go to whomever I send you, and you will speak whatever I order you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you, says Adonai, to rescue you. Then Adonai put his hand and touched my mouth. He touched the mouth of Jeremiah. And Adonai said to me, There, I have put my words in your mouth. Today, I have placed you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and to tear down, to destroy and to demolish, 
to build and to plant. One of the Haftorahs of today, Mao says he was uh, reading the Haftorah. He, he read the uh, Haftorah Jeremiah from chapter 16, and today I'm going to cover Jeremiah chapter 32. Now, Jeremiah receives the words from Adonai telling him that Hanamel, the son of your uncle Shalom, will approach you and ask you to buy his field at Anatot. Since you have next, next of kin rights to redeem it, Ron just uh, spoke from Leviticus about the next of kin rights kept in the family and kept the land in the family. So Adonai tells Jeremiah, so buy it. Just as Adonai's words state, the actions truly then take place. Hanamel comes to the guards' quarters to sell the field. It's located at Anatot in the territory of Benjamin. It is an inheritance. This certifies that Adonai's word is true. So as Adonai told Jeremiah, these things would take place As I said before, a true prophet, 100% comes true. The next moment here, he comes, Hanamel, to sell this field. So Jeremiah weighs out the seven ounces of silver shekels and buys the field. With the witnesses watching, he takes the purchase contract and gives it to Baruchah, the son of Neriah, the son of Machsiah. The prime witness was the seller, Hannah Mel. Adonai gives Jeremiah the words of more instructions that are prophetic for the people of Israel. And what this future will turn out to be. Listen to what Adonai relates. He tells Jeremiah that Baruchah has a place of something to do. He says, Take these contracts, both sealed and unsealed copies, and place them in a clay jar so that they can be preserved for a long time. 
For Adonai Sevaot, the God of Israel, says that one day homes, fields, and vineyards will again be bought in this land. After giving the contracts to Baruchah, Jeremiah prays to Adonai. Adonai God, you made heaven and earth by your great power and outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. You displayed your grace to thousands, but also repaid the guilt of the fathers into the laps of their children who followed them. Great, powerful God, whose name is Adonai Sevahot, great in counsel, mighty in deed. Your eyes are open to all the ways of human beings in order to repay each one according to his ways according to the consequences of what he does. Jeremiah's prayer brings out the signs and the miracles that Adonai brought to the people of Israel. He brought them out of the land of Egypt, and he gave them a land flowing with milk and honey. Yet, With all of the good that Adonai had done for the people of Israel, Jeremiah states it this way. They entered and took possessions of it, but they did not pay attention to your voice and did not live according to your Torah and did nothing of all you ordered them to do. Therefore, you made this complete disaster befall them. The siege, the works are already there. They have come to the city to capture it, and the city by means of sword, famine, and plague, is being handed over to the Kasdim, the Babylonians. They are fighting against us. This was the fall of the people of Israel. They had the land. God had done all the miracles and brought them to this land of milk and honey, yet after a period of time, they turned back away from God. They moved back to idols, false gods, and looked away and did not keep his rulings, his Torah, Yet what Adonai has foretold is being fulfilled. Adonai fulfills, as he says. Adonai had told Jeremiah to buy the field 
for money and call witnesses to see. Even though the city was being turned over to the Babylonians. Something is going to come about from all this. In conclusion, our God, Adonai, is a God full of love and compassion. He will bring back and restore the people and the land as the people mend their ways. He looks to return. He has compassion on all of us. He wants us to return to him and mend our ways and repent. Then this word of Adonai comes to Jeremiah. Look, I am Adonai, the God of every living creature. Is there anything too hard for me? Every time I read this book of Jeremiah, it states so many times about the word of Adonai. And this seems to bring to my mind I like to remember the verses of the book John in chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things came to be through him, and without him nothing made had being. In him was life, and the life was the light of mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not suppressed it. As we think of this, and we think of Messiah, who has come and is the light. And any darkness of this world, any of the enemy that brings it upon us, Adonai, our Lord Yeshua, is there to deal, remove, and add light to all of us. So I repeat the question, Is there anything too hard for me, our Lord Yeshua? There is nothing too hard for him. So in conclusion of Jeremiah and the prophets, I'd like to talk a little now about decisions. Decisions that we make and so forth. And I know that uh, the last message that Eric, that Mouse talked about, he talked some about decisions in, in that. And not too long ago, 
I was listening to a radio program. It was the Dennis Prager show, and he has some very interesting talk on his show. And he was talking about decisions in today's times. Now, many people today think that their environment makes decisions for their lives. And others think that government makes decisions for their lives. You have to look at some of the factors of this, such as what they see on their computers, what there is in television, their location of home and their location of work, the place that they're in in their daily life, and just where they find themselves. These people have the belief that they are out of control in their life. And they have no control over their life's decisions. Now think of this. God has given us free will of making decisions in our lives. From the Torah, Deuteronomy, chapter 11, see, I am setting before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing, if you listen to the mitzvot of Adonai, your God, that I am giving you today, and the curse, if you don't listen to the mitzvot, of Adonai, your God. The decision, the choice of choosing the blessings of God, the good, versus choosing the bad, the curses, they're out there in front of us. God has given us decisions. And we need to make the right one. Dennis Prager points out that life is decisions. Choices that we make. People have to come to the realization that they can make a choice to be happy in life. Even though the environment or the politics may be troublesome and, groom, and gloomy, what is your decision? And we'll pray today. Adonai, thank you so much for this time, for Ron and I to... Lead forth your word to the congregation. Lord, we just open up to you. We look for your blessings that you provide for us, Lord. 
And we thank you and praise you for Messiah Yeshua forever and ever. Amen.